What's yeah. up, Ray? Listen, man, this is another episode of the Stab Lab Podcast, dog. We really working around here, man. Come on, now, every day. What's up, my dog? Man, talk we to We back me. for season two, boy. What's up, man? Come on, now, man. Talk How you feeling, bro? Man, life's good, Yes, sir. Baby. What's the deal, man? Same grind, different day. Man, we back, dog. This is another episode. This is another season. This is a new day. This is a new year, 2023. The Stab Lab Podcast is back on the map, man. We appreciate y'all for rocking with us. Um, I'm Calvin. Lori Poe in the and, building. And this is the Stab Lab Podcast, man, and we appreciate y'all for rocking with us. 1,000%, man. But before we get into it, man, we need you to do one thing. Stop, like, and subscribe to our comments, our uh, our content. Uh, make sure that you join our community. We going up this year. We got a lot of different things. As you can see, we got a whole new set. You know what yes, I'm saying? Sir. We got a whole new set. We going, you know, we going crazy this year, man. So, but we got somebody real special in the building today, man. I'm going to let you give the honors, Poe. Man, we got the one and only in the building, a Detroit pillar, young, black excellence, man, professional athlete, born and raised, Detroit. Purge and Doughboy, we got the one and only Deshaun P.D. Sims. Let's make some noise. Let's get it, baby. Yes, sir. My guy, how you feeling, man? I'm feeling good, baby. I'm feeling good. How you doing? Man, I'm blessed to be here, man. I'm blessed to be around some some black kings. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Be around some, some good energy. Be around some positive energy. It's enough negative energy going around in Detroit City right now. You know what I'm saying? We uh just trying to get acquainted to what's going on um right now, especially with this negativity. We we supposed to be starting off 2023 the right way. You know what I'm saying? That's a fact. And in Detroit specifically, we got a lot of a lot of shit going on. You know what I'm saying? Um, a lot of negativity going on, and I just want to you know tell everybody to to stay on the the, the best path you can. You know what I'm saying? Um, continue to keep doing what y'all are doing, man, because it's too much negativity going on right now. Cal, you done fuck some shit up already. No, 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 no. His phone had feel. His phone had feel. <laughs> yeah, his phone feel. How you feeling today, Petey, man? I'm feeling good, man. How you boys doing? I'm good, man. We appreciate you for coming to the Stab Layer Podcast, man. Yes, this, this, this is a real special day, especially because we on season two. You know what I'm saying? And you took the time out of your busy day. You a business owner, a, a basketball player. Hey. Lily Mae's going up right now. Right now. As we speak. <laughs> What's up, brunch? You got brunch going on? Yeah, we hosted a brunch. We've been doing this brunch series the last three Saturdays, you know, just letting them know the vibe, mm. getting a better introduction to our food, our taste, you know, and it's been going up every Saturday. It's been going up. Yeah, y'all got to check that out, man. Where is that? Where is that? Right there on Southfield, in Southfield, um, Northwestern Highway, right there before Franklin Road. Okay. Is it over there by Byrne? Nope, it's Who, in the same complex as um the chicken shack. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So it's down a little bit. It's down a little bit. Okay, all right, man. So man, I pre I ain't even know all of that, man. You, you know what I'm saying? Coming from basketball to business owner to 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 cook to legend, we gonna get into all that, man. But yes, sir, we just got got a few things we want to touch on real quick. For one, is Black History Month, man. You know oh, what I'm saying? Man, we want to fucking noise. yeah, clap it up for Black History Month. You know what I'm saying? It's do they still do Black History projects in school? 
Yeah, man, but you know it's a little different nowadays, man. Some courses getting pulled, some getting added. It's yeah, weird. it ain't like when we was when we was there. You know what I'm saying? We had right. projects. My son ain't did a Black History project or nothing. You know what I'm saying? Listen, my daughter started off uh, right after MLK <laughs> with a food fight. <laughs> <laughs> Suspension <laughs> day one. <laughs> yeah, this Black History Month ain't the same, man. It ain't. But you know, shout out to all the Black legends. Yeah. Uh, all the history makers who who did this for us, you know what I'm saying, that That's made right. a way for us, who paved the way for us to do what we can do right now. Uh, we appreciate you from Martin Luther King, from Malcolm X, from Rosa, yeah, Rosa Parks, from um, everybody, man, all of them, the legends, real legends, man, yeah, who paved man. the way for us, yeah. Um, again, man, what's up in Detroit news? We gonna, you know, touch on a little bit of that. Uh, we got three guys come from Lansing, I think. Man. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to them guys, man. Coming from Lansing, three rappers uh, came here, tried to, I guess, do a show or whatever. See, Detroit is treacherous, man. If you not from Detroit, you really got to do your research. We don't know what, what happened. I don't know what happened, what went on or whatever, but it's just a messed up situation, man. And, you know, just, just advice from us to y'all, you know what I'm saying, because we mean it. You know, we just want to continue to push positivity. Um, do your research before you come to Detroit, man. It's not a place where you can just come and just, you know, walk around freely and whatever. <laughs> I ain't saying you got to tap in and all of that, you know what I'm saying? But you yeah. got to make sure that you do your due diligence, make sure that you do your homework. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's messed up. They found their bodies in Highland Park the other day, man. It's just it's, it's a messed up time. 15-year-old joyride in the car, all types of stuff, man. Yeah, see, I ain't, I, ain't, I ain't hip, man. I've been fasting for the last... 36 days, you know what I'm saying, kind of away from social media, um, getting my mind right, my spirit right, my health right. Um, yes, sir. You know, doing this for everybody, man. We need this type of stuff in our community right now. Uh, we need to, you know, continue to keep pushing this positive narrative that we're doing right now. So, man, we just want to, you know, push anything to y'all and let y'all know to keep grinding, keep going, man. So how y'all 23 been going so far? Shit, man, I've been going good, man. Hey, you got the, you got the brunch turning up, everything, man. Yeah, new venture, yep, new venture, um, new restaurant. Been doing it with, I'm doing it with my boys that I grew up with. So respectful, it's, yeah. yep, it's really fun, you know, doing with, with some people you trust. But it's a process, man. Twenty three has been great already, man. We're right, pushing hard, man. Right, yes, sir. How's twenty three been, Paul? Man, it's been blessed, man. I can't lie, man. I've been uh. My positive affirmations is paying off, mm -hmm. you know, so, man. The boys I, you sleep with? Yes, sir. <laughs> yeah, I go to sleep to them, man. I ain't going to lie, bro. When I don't do that, like, I might take a week off or something. I definitely feel the difference. No, for sure. It's, it's out of your routine, you know what I'm saying? And anything yeah. that you develop over time, especially now at the older age, yeah. if I do one thing different a day, I notice it. Yeah, man, and I, I, be, I make it a, a conscious effort to feed my subconscious, bro. Mm. See, a lot of things, them habits we develop, a lot of that's on the subconscious level, bro. And you got to – we talk about feeding that spirit and stuff, but rarely do you hear people actually letting you know how to practice that. Right, you right. And I'm going to actually do a video um, on how, you know, to really do it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. In depth, especially as black men, we got to at least try to do something different to feed our mental. Yeah. Because it's too much negativity going around. And we'll get sucked into especially with social media. Man. It'll suck you in, you know what I'm saying? And you be yeah. all the way in, and then it's just like, damn, it's too far to come back. So, yeah. I've definitely been fasting my damn self since you've been, you took your break. I honestly, I ain't been really posting or nothing. And not one of them people that ain't posting, but really in all the comments. No, for sure. Nah, we really be behind the scenes, really working. I tell people that fact. all the that's time. That's a fact. That's a fact. 
But my IG is me more for me is networking or whatnot. CPD, how many times have I tapped in to confirm this with you? For sure, like three or four times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. <laughs> right. Yeah. It was already confirmed though. But yeah. For sure, you was on it. Yeah, man. For sure, you got to handle business. So if behind the scenes, my DM, you hit me, call me, whatnot, I pick up or whatnot. But far as um, being um, entertained with your, your feed and all that, I don't be on that all day. Yeah, honestly, man, my twenty three been amazing, man. I ain't even. I ain't even going to lie. I'm not trying to sugarcoat or, you know, just get on here and just say all positive stuff. We're going to be real with y'all, you know what I'm saying, and mm-hmm. give y'all every aspect of our life on the negative side, the, the positive side, whatever. But it's been going good, man. It's been different. You know what I'm saying? i kind of been to myself. My health is good. My mental is good. I just need everything to be aligned. I just feel like God give us a whole 12 months, you know what I'm saying, and yeah. to give him 30 days, I, I got to. You know what Respect. I'm saying? I'm blessed. Um, I'm humble. I'm receiving all of that, man. So my yes, 23 sir. is good, man. I just I hope and pray that y'all boys 23 is the same. Yeah. Um, but before we get into the topics, man, we need you to let them know who you are, what you got going on, man, where you come from, all the good stuff. Yeah, man. Can I? Can I? I've been working on this introduction. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <ahead. You> <laughs> hey, I've been working on this introduction. <laughs> Go ahead. Do your I, thing, man. I know the guys. Is, you know what I'm saying? I got to do this one right. Go ahead. They're going to be hitting me like, hey, G, <laughs> with PD, you can need a redo, bro, if I don't come correct. You got to do PD right, bro. You got to do PD right. Yes, sir, man. And um, a lot of times we talk about being cut from a same cloth. But with this young man right here, you're talking about being bred from the same kennel. Mm-hmm. It all started. Uh, when I had the pleasure of meeting PD, State Fair and Hawthorne on that baseline, Reach Legends stands for Religion, Education, Athletic, Character, Hope. Mm-hmm. And I got to give um, the flowers to the black men that were in our life that helped shape who we are, and that's uh, Coach Marcus Webster, Virgil Phillips, um, AW Canada, Wydell, and shout out to Father Tim, man. But those are some of our coaches. And um, man, I came to reach, bro. Two thousand, maybe as soon as I graduated elementary or whatnot, bro. But with PD, bro, two thousand and five, Mister Basketball, Mister PSL, you actually, bro, lived the the dream of becoming a professional athlete, bro. Sure. How was that? It was, you know, coming like you say that baseline, you know. It'd be all so surreal when you just, you know, dealing with those guys who got families who pouring all that good energy into you, trying yeah. to make sure you that you make it. You know what I'm speaking about. Yeah. The guys you spoke about. So, you know, being able to accomplish anything as far as on a professional level from there, you know that. Yeah. You know that's a good thing. And listen, Reach Man was a, a – See, people see, like, LeBron and them son and them, like, now, see, now that social media is prevalent and you see the kids being trained early, bro, we really laid that groundwork, bro. For sure. It was, like, probably the only – you can't say the only, but at that time, it felt like we were the only people doing that type of stuff. Man, listen, bro, we would bring uh, different states, like Ohio, like, we definitely – Chicago. Yeah, we brought Chicago's Mr. Basketball. Yeah, we we would go there and we would come here. Uh, Pippen, uh, Deion Harris went and played Brian. Yeah, yeah, bro. Um, damn, what's what's the name? Bro? I follow him on the gram now, but the, uh, Hurricanes coach, light skin. Um, uh, Chris Greer. Yeah, he was yeah. bringing um, Devendor. Yeah. Syracuse, one of the all-time leaders in scoring in threes. Man, 
Reach produced a lot of Division One athletes, bro. And for you to be the top of your class, bro, uh, amongst Tawan Porter, bro, um, Ramar Smith, man, that was a tough class. Yeah, for sure. That was a tough class. I was a freshman in 05, and that was your, that was your senior year or whatnot. And even though I was a freshman on varsity, I was riding that pine. <laughs> Y'all boys were grown men. For sure. No, for sure. Yeah, yeah. You got Grown you got men, to. bro. So how how was it um, kind of growing up in the area? First of all, let them know, you know, where you come from and all the, you know, the good stuff. Yep. I come from State Fair. I come from that area where. That's the over, east side of Detroit, right? East side. Right, yeah, right, right. East side, State Fair, um, Seven Mile, all that area, you know, you it's all the same area, but. I come from uptown, you know, the trenches, man. You got yeah. a lot of good hoopers, you know what I mean? You got to have some grit. You got to have that willingness to try to make it because mm-hmm. he mentioned those guys. Those guys were also good for us, but they was tough as hell on us. Man. Right, right. Oh, man. That made you who you are, though. You know they what I'm saying? Make, they yeah. make you who you are. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, if you can stand some of the stuff they can say to you and some of the stuff they can do to you, all in love for sure. But if you can stand some of that mm. – you're gonna be you're gonna be good in man, life. Man, listen, man, I gotta shout out to Marvin Skipper, the big dipper, man. But me and Dipper were always we'd be in college, not fast forward. But um all the lessons that we learned in basketball as far as that work ethic, um, tenacity, everything like that, we just took what we learned on the um basketball court and applied it to, to life. Real life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I still remember Coach Mark telling us right now, see we it was it was a, a no tolerance for nonsense and when we would come in the gym flat light footed messing around bullshitting he'd stop everything and tell us while you bullshitting the grind right now there's somebody in the gym right now getting better that's a fact that's Every even day. with life period too yeah. you know what I'm saying if you bullshitting out here somebody gonna take your spot or try to take your spot or take whatever you got going on you know what I'm saying and a lot of people don't understand when we coming up as you know young kids or young teenagers or whatever. All of that matters. What That's we've learned on in football, basketball, um, school, whatever, you might not use it or apply it every day, but those techniques or whatever that you've learned from the older crowd, your coaches or whatever, it's the reason they're coaches. Yeah. The reason why you got big brothers and stuff like that. You know they what I'm saying? don't make them like that no more. No, 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 no. And I had heard something, too, um, on ESPN. It was saying, like, a lot of the athletes now get hurt so much because they don't go outside and play. This era now, you get what I'm saying? Like how mm-hmm. we went outside and hooped on crates, and how we, you know, what I'm saying, played at the at the basketball leagues. You know, what I'm saying, got hurt climbing trees. Like they're not doing that. They came up in the game and the, the gaming world now. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they they getting hurt more. They're not as tough. How y'all feel about that? Well, me, it's you know, it starts at home. You know, right? The parents are getting younger. You know, yeah. And the parents, it, you know, it starts with that strictness, but. Also, the coaches are younger. They don't have that type of um, passion for actually just giving something to the kids. You know, they they trying to receive too. They want to win. You know, yeah, yeah. So, is you think it's more about the win and the money? Except, you know, how we. I feel like back in the day, our elders or whatever that was helping us grow up, like trying to teach us a lesson. Now, I was more on the money side. Think about it. Even the parents, the coaches, the the, the employers, everybody had like that teaching aspect in them, you right. know I mean, back in the day or when we grow up. Now it's like all coddling, all, you know what I'm saying, 
trying to protect the kid. You yeah, know? yeah, and yeah. That's why these kids get so hurt. You know, I've been hurt a million times. You know, yeah. and I never missed a game. You know, exactly. I played all <laughs> Shit, Kobe. Years. You know what I'm saying? Jordan. Yeah. They was hurt, still it, hooping. It's it's a different mentality in today's the mentality, era. Yeah, yeah. We we a lot softer mentally. You know, and some people cry wolf. Uh, when they shouldn't, but again, it's a it's a different era of being mentally tough. That's not being driven or um, seen as a societal normal anymore. Right. You know what I mean. So that that definitely plays a part in it as well. Yeah, for sure. So explain to us a little bit. Tell us, you know, how you grew up. You know what I'm saying. How you got into basketball, and you know how it took you from different places. Of course, you you play in the NBA, right? Yep. Play in the NBA. In the NBA, yep. So basically, I was that kid that, you know, was always um, in the house, you know, just doing stuff around the house. I got about six or seven grade. The block that I stayed on reach was probably four blocks over. Mm. But, you know, everybody in the neighborhood knew each other. I started growing. And like he said, Mark, Marcus Webster, Virgil Phillips, ran past my house and started saying little stuff to me like, are you gonna never get in the gym? Are you gonna? You know? So you was you was dude was cold, and they seen it in you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because I had a rim in front of my house, right? You know, and I only played in front of my house. My rules, you know. <laughs> Reach was kind of sadity, right? To right. me, I, you know what I mean. <laughs> when you get when you came into Reach, they gave you NBA names. Yes, and, sir. You know what I mean? And your NBA name. I mean, what was yours, Pete? Jermaine O'Neal. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That was like I your, can see that, though. That was like your rite of passage, bro. See, when you was new, you ain't get your name off. They had to fill you out. Yeah, yeah. They had to, you had to earn your name. You know but what I'm saying? Mentally, that did something to you, you know? That's right, exactly. right, 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 right. It did something to you. They. It was a while before I broke that curve and reach, and I just had a growth spurt, man. I seen the ball go in a couple of times. With those guys who pushed me, that's where it all started. Mm. What uh, high school you went to? Persia. Persia, Oh, okay. boy. Come on now. Shout out to Persian Do- the Doughboys, man. So did you take off from there? Like, was it was it up from there? It was up from Persian, yep. It was up from Persian, I think. What year was this? Um, 2001, um, two. Okay. 2000, no, I went to Persian. I went to Persian in 2003. So it was 2003 when I, when I took off. Um, they put me in in the ninth grade. I couldn't really remember. It, it was all gloomy. The work I had put from eighth grade to ninth grade. That's how it be. Mm-hmm. I don't really remember, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Really like. Yeah, that's your 20. Yeah. yeah. Even then, you know what I'm saying? I don't really remember going into high school saying, I'm about to start. I'm about to play. I ain't know what I was doing. Right, right, right. <laughs> like then or like we always do. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, sure. they, Figuring it out. Yeah. yeah. They, um, I guess the big guy got in trouble. I'm in foul trouble. When I was in ninth grade, I was sitting at the end of the bench doing something. Cracking jokes or something. The coach tried to put me in. I'll never forget it was a dude, 6'11", played for Southeastern. <laughs> he put me, tried to put me in. I'm like, I'm not going in. Right. <laughs> was you taught in? I was getting there. Okay, okay, okay. But I'm like, I'm not going in. Right. He's doing 6'11". Hell no. 300. I'm like, I'm not going Damn. in. Damn. They don't make him like that no more, was, bro. No, they don't make him like He was a monster. Yeah. <laughs> he was a monster. And then he put me in, and I think I threw up the first shot and went in, and then... That kind of started everything for sure. Yeah, that, you, you see, you see that first shot go I in, start go warming in. up. Mm-hmm. That's like a hustle, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, okay, yep, this this it. I'm, I'm about to take off with this. Yep. So after that, after Persia, man, what, what happened after that? Like, what did you take? 
So, Michigan, John B. Line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fresh. <laughs> I was taking off at Persian, and then so many doors was opening up. I could have went to any school. It was just natural talent, man. It was. I always say it was God given because it was sure. nothing that I asked for. Mm. I didn't never. I was never one of those guys who looked at basketball and say this is gonna be my scapegoat. Mm. It always came easy to me. It always came easy. So. You know, a lot of a lot of my career, I treated it as that I can get past or get further than other guys who working, running miles, dieting. Mm. I mean, lifting every day. You know, I can just show up on most occasions and, and just be you and be me. Right, God that, given talent. That's kind of like a gift and a curse, though. Why you say that? Because you know, you don't really have to work, and you can still get. Reap, I mean, a lot of the benefits uh, from basketball without mm-hmm. putting that, you know, it's a different type of work. It's a different type of grind. But yeah. do you feel like everybody have a different type of, like, say, pace with that? You know what I'm saying? For sure, because it's people who can work all day, do right. 24 hours of work. And, right. And won't gain no type of leverage, right. I mean, with basketball. But, you know, it's people like me, you know, can – Put in enough work that nine to five, mm-hmm. no overtime, no nothing, and, and get the job done for years. Yeah. And get paid for it and, you know, make yeah. a life. How was your experience? So after college, you have a man, I was just looking at your goddamn Wikipedia page and Yeah, yeah it's tough. It's tough. Accolades <laughs> through the roof. <laughs> it's tough. What's this so for insight of a young man coming up, getting ready to transition? You um how was it adjusting to living overseas, fam? Everybody speaking a different language. You never really get adjusted because you come from a place, and then I come from Detroit, so everything right. about Detroit is, you know what I mean, Detroit. So yeah. we eat, how we talk, what we listen to, you know what I mean, the people we deal with, you know. So putting me outside of that that comfort comfort zone, you know, I stayed in my shell a lot overseas, I'm not going to lie. I mean, staying in the house, yeah. it was days I didn't talk, didn't speak a word to a person, <laughs> you know. I regret some of that early on, but, you know, it's the grind, it's the hustle. Yeah. Don't nothing pay six figures back in Detroit. Listen, I thought it was honorable, too, when I found out, uh, brought over your, your right-hand man, she brought over uh, Corky, that's Cortez Sanders yeah. or whatnot, and... Uh, it was explained to me like Corky was like helping you bridge that gap because a lot of times it's lonely over there. Yeah, and it, for and, sure. And he was set help setting you up get acclimated over there, almost in the role as a, like an assistant or whatnot. But yep. it's there too. So I always looked at that as honorable. Somebody that's looking out for his fam and people back home and making sure they get some of that experience with you too. Yep, like my brother's keeper, like on his chain, like he yes, was. Sir. He was like one of those guys who, especially when I first went overseas, Court, come on, bring yep. the girls, bring whoever you want to bring. Come on, help me get through this because Cortez, you know, that's my, like, silent twin, you know. Respect. That's a person that, you know, just I just need in my life. He just my balance for real. So yeah. that's one of my best friends. So having him, he didn't been in all the countries I've been in. You know, Court, <laughs> come over. You know what I'm saying? Come through. He a great time, you know what I'm saying? He know yeah. how to motivate me. He know man, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta salute. You, 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 I gotta clap need, that up, You need people man. around you like that. You I know what I'm saying? Yeah, up, for man. sure. 
Definitely got to clap that up, man. So what were some of the similarities from, you know, playing in the league here and then playing overseas? Well, overseas, it's more they you fighting for your money every day. Right. So in overseas, here it's kind of like you got your cake. You right. Mean? So it's like you're just showing up. Not to say that everybody in the NBA treated like that, but over there, I – we you we know, know the deal. You know, know what I'm saying? Yeah. The, 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 <laughs> you got to work a little harder over there. Yep. The baskets that I scored on that on that uh, the biggest level um, was the easiest baskets I ever scored. Mm. I mean, <laughs> it was the easiest basketball and Come some on. of the hardest basketball I played in Korea. People trying to check me to death. Right, right. Because it's kind of like a win or go home situation. Like, right. Yeah. You, your your job is always at risk. So. People not playing, so that be the strip. That's that's the stresses of going over there. So coming from like in the league, you got a guaranteed contract versus over there, it's like it's guaranteed, up. but it's their rules, their country, your word versus theirs. Yeah, I had seen a podcast. Shout out to ET man, his podcast and his man CJ was saying his man was playing over, overseas or whatever, and he messed up his ankle, and you know I think he was in China or somewhere, and they was like. Um, so what you need to wrap it up, like, cause you got a game, and I still need you to score twenty seven. You sure. get what I'm saying? Like, sure. ain't no, I, I don't care about that shit. Not in the NBA, you get, you go to the, you know what I'm saying? Break the finger down. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you can sit out for a week or two or something like that. But they like, no, nah, you about to wrap that shit up, and I still need you to score twenty seven. You know what I'm saying? And he was like, what do you do? He went out there and scored twenty seven. You get what I'm saying? It's it's a lot different. I didn't even know that that it was that extensive. You know, across overseas and shit like that. Some of the wildest stuff, and, and with that. You know, you got to be Superman. And then if you black. Yeah, you, you really got to. That's period. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that's period. Yeah. Did you ever feel uncomfortable over there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just like he was saying, like you never, earlier we was talking, you never not get nervous. You never, you know I mean, some of the things like and pressure is pressure, you know. Mm-hmm. Like at the end of the day, you got 12 people on the team, but it really only depends on you if Win or lose, right over there is like if you win or lose, it's on you. Right, you know what I'm saying you win, ain't too much going on. They whatever you lose, people not talking to you. Damn, <laughs> you might not get your money. Um, Serious, you might eat co- a cold cuts. You know, like losing, going on a, like a road trip, losing a bad game. You know, you they usually feed you after the game. You know. Losing will get you not fed. Damn, that's crazy, dog. Damn. You ride back for hours, you know, hoping. <laughs> Damn. That's cutthroat. So from the NBA, did you you went from the NBA to this or no, this no, no. to the NBA? So when I came out of college, I had an opportunity to try to make an NBA team, but I also had an opportunity to make money that I never made before. So I went over to make the money that I never did make. Mm. Factual. Three months, I stayed three and a half months. This is where I brought Corky at. Okay. I brought Corky. I brought one of my other homeboys. I brought the girl that I was um, dating at the time. She brought Oh, you a real nigga. I just needed that comfort. Yeah, so yeah, for I sure. Really, you know. You had to create your Before I even made the money, just, you know, doing it. They didn't pay me nothing, you know. And the team was so prominent in that country. Mm-hmm. And it was a team that, you know. 20,000 fans at a game. They said they don't got no money. Mm. You know, they 
which was 2010 when the you know when the world hit that hit that wall as far as um, it was a drought mm. on the money. Okay, and then Greece, the whole economy failed. Mm. Damn, so that's where you was playing at. That's why I was playing at. Damn, and they used that to say they ain't had no money. So I'm there, young, straight out of college. I'm about to make 150,000. It was 15,000 a month. So I'm there the first month. I didn't get nothing. Second month, okay, I'm asking around, but I'm still playing. Third mm. month, I'm like, yeah, I'm about to leave. And when I left, they wrote a note basically saying I, I abandoned the team in the middle of the night and we had a game the next day. What? So I'm saying they ain't never pay you, though. So what, you supposed to keep playing? But how can I – who were – is their word versus mine? Right. That's what these countries say. They say they paid me. No wow. way, bro. Oh, no. I'm saying it wasn't no track record. Like, I don't got no receipts or nothing. It's nothing you can do. What? Yeah, I'm straight. I don't know if y'all boys yeah, like, <laughs> need to uh, play here. <laughs> Overseas, that you see what just happened to Brittany Rainer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> this confirmation right here. So look, like they provide your place and all of that. Like how? Do yep. They, okay. They, yeah, they provide your place. Oh, and then the crib was fat. Jacuzzi tub. So maybe they thought that was in the. You know what I'm saying? It got me for two months. I'm like, oh man, I you know. I'm yeah, yeah, I'm living good. Yeah. Yep. And then I'm start thinking like. Cause I'm feeding four people, so I'm yeah. like, "Damn, I'm eating rice and great. I'm eating this too much. Where the money at? Right, right. And it was that uh, back then making fifteen thousand. Then it's tax free money. So you make fifteen thousand a month. You got fifteen thousand. They give it to you, especially coming Ooh. from where we from. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, I like that. Yeah. So did you ever think that that was the wrong decision? Um. It was the. It, it might sound crazy. It was the wrong decision, of not sticking it out. Mm. Mm. Learning curve. Why you feel like that though? Just because it's always a bigger picture, you know. Like mm. I was saying to him, I love people for my own reasons. So if somebody over there doing something crazy or bad, and I choose whether or not I'm gonna get my love from them or not based on what they're doing, mm. it's gonna. I'm always lose. Right. So, it's a fact. So basically, if I would have stayed in that situation, for the bigger picture, me dominating in Europe because I was dominating, it just solidifies. It is almost like four hundred one k right overseas. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You did this on this level on this team in this environment. You can do that forever, right? You know what yeah. I'm Instead of, I had to go to Southern Asia after after Greece. Yep. Because Damn. I was kind of banned from um, Europe. And they banned Damn. you? No, I wasn't banned, but my name was bad. Oh, okay. If it get tight, he gone. Uh, that's so, wow. so that's pretty much like on your report card. <laughs> yeah, you, you, you do. Yeah, yeah, you do. You, you do. Yeah. 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 So, so they like, uh, basically, as far as like your, your loyalty and your integrity, they're trying to play on like. Oh, yeah. And if you if you just stand on it, you, you lose. Because mm-hmm. guess what? They don't mind. Then I played in a country where they had dudes basically in the next room waiting to replace you. Mm. I know. Is that deep over there? Shit, in life, nigga. And and, and basketball, period, bro, when you get to a certain level, bro, everybody is good. Anybody on the team can damn near, like, especially like playing AAU. And for people that know that, that's the Amateur Athletic Union. So – not during your regular high school season and stuff like that. Everybody plays on like these super friend teams. 
So it's stacked, bro. Yeah, yeah. Everybody trying to get to that position. You and know what listen. I'm to make money. Yeah, yeah, to make money, yeah. And when you get to this, bro, the whole roster can any given time give you 30. And when you play in AAU and you don't show up and you have a bad game and you slow, you'll get quick. Pull quick. Facts. So did you ever think that, you know, like this is going to be my ticket out the hood? You know what I'm saying? Like basketball is going to, you know, take me to another level and my family and my people. Nope, because I was always in the moment. I was never – I never really thought like that because I went into it, you know, with a rapport, knowing how to make money make sense. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Respect. So going into basketball, I was dealing with 50s and 60s and 70s. Respect. Pop your shit, man. Yeah. Pop your shit, man. Yeah. Pop your shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. Talk to him. At 80 and maybe 100,000. Maybe more than that, you know. I can't really recount, but it, I was doomed. Right. So it wasn't like I had a, a guy to listen to because I had already had money. I was already providing. I was already taking care of the team. I was already, I was already in that motion. So mm-hmm. yeah, just adding hundreds of thousands onto my motion already. So right. you know, eventually I knew I got tired mm-hmm. of. You know, living, living like that, and then we're just like being older. You just got to do something else, right? Yeah. I never planned or was thinking during my runs, and I had some crazy runs with basketball and money. Yeah. Damn, dog, that's a deep ass story, man. I wanted to touch on too, and like, you know, far as staying hungry and being an entrepreneur, being here from Detroit, we we known the hustle. And now you got your, like, second act, life after basketball. You get a lot of athletes that are not prepared for that, man. But like you, your grind is not stopping. And we was talking, like, um, off camera or whatnot, but smack that in the pandemic, I would call Quinez, see what's going on. He's like, bro, pull up on C-Block, PD cooking today. I'm coming to cop plates back then. Now you fast forward another year or two, you done opened up Lily Mays. That's quickly growing to become – one of the a staple soul food place here in Detroit. So just talk about, touch on, um, just staying hungry and the turning something like your culinary art, a passion, something that you was already doing, and then taking that to the next step. Yeah, man, it's definitely, you know, like it's a, it's, I, I can say it's the same grind, you know. Okay. And it's, it's just the same all around. It's and carried it's, over. It carried over, but. Like just like basketball, it's all in the wrist, you know. Yeah. It's once I figured out like I can manipulate basketball, manipulate jobs and people and situations for myself. Yeah. As far as shit, I, I can shoot the ball. Facts. Don't take me somewhere. Right. You know these people may make more money off of me. You know. I got to manipulate the situation too. Same with cooking. I know that this risk gonna make you. Think like I ain't never had this food before, mm-hmm. and once I got that, you know, cooking back at in, in my hoods, you know what I'm saying. Detroit, like I say, the home of the taste buds. If you can please some of these people, man, if you can, <laughs> if you can do that, you cold. You cold, cause like you just can't. And we doing it in the masses now at the restaurant. You know what I mean? But once I seen that, it made me like okay, turn into a restaurant. Cause mm-hmm. You know, I already knew how money worked, so it was basically, you know, getting people that I trust to, to help push it to, 
Yep. And shit. Same exercise. Yeah, man. You coming fresh off too. What was that? Um, you coming off a um a, a very nice um segment that you had on the news. What channel was that? Shit, I'd have been on four, seven, and two. Clap it up, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. I see I love it, man. And I just be looking at it, like take a step back from life too, and it be it be kind of like amazing to me that the people that stay on that kind of beaten path with you that end up being successful or whatnot. And I know it's a lot of people um, that grew up with us, a lot of people that helped get us to where we at. And this would be like, I know a lot of people be looking, smiling like, damn, look at GMPD. Uh, yeah, for sure. You know what I'm saying? So that be feeling good, man. And it just, it just surprised me, the people that stay in your life. Even with Cal, man. Cal was somebody in the neighborhood who was a positive and – a person that you wanted to be like, bro. For sure. Cal, Cal and Nap was, was plugged, bro. They had one of the best jobs. Like, people don't understand, like, why we start hustling, bro, because normal jobs wasn't even available. They had some of the best jobs in the neighborhood, and they was always fresh, good people to be around. So even growing up, Cal a little bit older than me and lived a couple more blocks up. To see us 10 years later, not where we yet, Facts. it just be amazing to me, man. It's just full circle. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Especially when you look back at like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Especially bringing stuff back to the community like you did. You appreciate where you came from. You get what I'm saying? All of that stuff you went through, you using it, the knowledge and the wisdom today. You know what I'm saying? So did you ever feel like I had a certain feeling to where basketball didn't work out? Like, damn, like this ain't going to be it. You know what I'm saying? Like, what was your feelings? Um, I never even once basketball was it. I I, I was so drowned in it. I I put myself in it because you know dudes don't like to feel that vulnerability exactly of not knowing what's next. You know exactly. What I'm and towards the end of basketball, I started to feel like that while I was still in it. Like <laughs> yeah, mm. it's getting okay, ready. It's, it, it's getting Is close. It? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, manual labor. That's something that's like. Ain't the same, you know. No, hell no, yeah, like, man. You you learn the value. Like I've learned the value of people who been saying they got to go to work mm-hmm. all these years. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm trying to understand, them, <laughs> right? Because we we know the the GM, the Chrysler, and you know them type of people are different, and we don't understand it because we're not in it. You get what I'm yeah. saying? But when we like you said, look at it on the outside looking in, we be like, damn, now we really got to do this. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, well, man. we really, like, that's a different type of world. Man, listen, I've, in life too, I've um, worked in corporate America. I had a, um, I went to college at Eastern Michigan and from 2000 and I worked for my corporate job from 2009 to the end of 2014. And uh, I'm not going to name the company or whatnot, but it was a Fortune 12 company. And I was one of the top um, top sales representatives in the Georgia Carolina market. But one thing that changed for me, bro, that I seen is just like this company demanded 50 hours a week from me, bro. And the pay scale is changing. I'm not making as much money, but mm-hmm. you want more out of me, bro. Right. And I made a conscious decision like, you know what? I, I can do this myself. Facts. You know what I mean? So, But that take another level of determination yeah. you know what i'm saying that take another skill set to want to push yourself especially being a black entrepreneur in detroit michigan you know what i'm saying like mm-hmm. that's just different today and especially today's society and the, the social media world um how did you 
how did you not take the wrong path, especially growing up from, you know, from the east side? Because I know you probably got a lot of friends that was like, look, I'm about to go hustle. You know what I'm saying? I'm about to go. I'm about to go catch this. I'm about to do this or whatever. What was your mindset? Or, or you know, I'm I'm going to go with the basketball route. I'm going to go with what I know. Just intuition, man, and, like, God's grace. I never, you know, because I'm in it. I was in it as far as being in the, from the slums, all that, the worst conditions, all that. And I like my brother, I had a, I got a younger brother who killed somebody and I got a younger brother who got killed. So mm. rest in peace to Mark. Yeah. So that's kind of like the staple too. Cause it's like, I seen it on both sides mm. and it was, you know, it kind of, it was kind of like a sacrifice cause I never, I was in it, but I always went that way. Mm. Like mm-hmm. not to say, that I didn't do my bad stuff, but I always went the other way when it was time. And shit, even to this day, I still do that, still get away with that, you know? And right. Rest in peace to my brother and free my other brother, you know, it's just a situation where they got the bad end of those sticks and I escaped through. Right. Did just you? because I dodged bullets. Right. Know? Yeah. Did that have a, a like a real you know, different type of impact on you. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, for sure, because I know it's real and, you know. The pick Definitely up and, real. Yep, the pick up and go and, you know, knowing Detroit don't care, you know. Yeah. Like after my brother died, people were sad probably that day. Then, you know, people going to work today. Then they go, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I always tell people, too. Like, look, people going to mourn for you. You know what I'm saying? People going to cry. People going to, you know, post you on a T-shirt, rest in peace, all of this. But life still goes on. That's why you got to really live and enjoy life at every second, every moment of the yeah. day. You got to appreciate the times and, you know, the good times and the bad times as well. Because, look, like he said, they're going to, you know, go back to work the next day. You know what I'm saying? That felt terrible, you know what I'm saying? But that gave me a sense of reality. Okay, yeah, that's how it is. Made me cold, but it also, you know, helped me deal with that. Because I didn't seen a lot of death since then. Mm. It just helped me deal with it. Yeah, man, life will definitely continue, man, and. A lot of times you up and spit you out, boy. Yeah, man. A lot of times me and Cal have these conversations on the show where um, a lot of times it comes up as this is all somebody know, man. And I'm a lot harder than Cal is, man, because you can make a conscious decision to choose the right path and change. I won't ever knock in the way nobody's going to eat. Do that. But when it far as it comes to stuff like just the nonsense and not having accountability, man, it's just hard for me to, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, hard for, sure. for me to, to swallow that for somebody, dog, because when people leave with, that's all they know, well, do they got a learning disability or something where they can't change? They don't, can't accept structure, or, you know, discipline or something, my G? It's just, like, it's just different, bro. It's, it's different. We built different, you know what I'm saying? We taught we taught different, yeah. come up different, you know what I'm saying? But I do want to ask you this. How, how do you know when it's time to leave good for great? Basically meaning, like, you playing basketball, you know what I'm saying, everything going good, but you know in your heart, like, I got greater in me. You know what I'm saying? And it's this is a tough move for me. I know I got to do it, but I know greatness is upon me. You get what I'm saying? You almost can't never know because, like me, I just played a few weeks ago. Like, I could still make money playing basketball. Right, right. You know, but I'm working harder. Right. You know, so it's like, but the sacrifices of being over there, like I just spoke about. So it's like, what's great and what's good as far as in that situation. So I wouldn't know just because 
I didn't really have to leave basketball. But it's greater on this side. But it's harder to get to the greatness. Right. On this side. But you, you got to strive for it, though. You know what I'm saying? You understand it a little more. But you know, it, being in it, you know, basketball, like we just spoke about these years. I've been in it so long. I know the ins and outs of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With this restaurant, you know, you have a, say you have a $5,000 day today, and then you have a $600 day, mm-hmm. you know. Following it up. From reasons you can't control and your labor, you got to pay out 1800 for that day. Right, you, know? you still got to pay. Yeah, we, we talked about one of our last podcasts. We, you, you know, sometimes we got to pay even if we don't make money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's just a, a difference, you know what I'm saying? So it's like that greatness you just don't know. You know what I mean? I don't know that side of it. Like, um, I got good a good feeling about what can come from this restaurant, but leaving basketball, I don't think you should leave until your limbs fall off. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep playing it right. But you, but you know what it is, man, it's a sign of growth and you made a conscious decision to get uncomfortable. Right. You know Facts. what I mean? And I'm supposed to have been made this decision because I've been feeling trying to pull away. But that's what like, I'm, yeah, right, exactly. You that's don't what know, I'm saying. So I've spent three extra years not knowing and still hooping. Right. But you, the, the good thing about it is that you finally did it. A lot of us yeah. stick in that and we be stuck in the middle with that. You yeah. get what I'm saying? Because yeah. we don't understand it. And like you said, once we in the good, we sit there. Look, I'm good. I don't that's, need, we, I'm content. You know what I'm saying? And that, that can kill you. That can uh, really, that can tear you out the frame because you think you good and you don't even know up the street is great. You know what I'm saying? But you got to be uncomfortable and make that step and make that, that conscious effort. Like, okay, well I'm about to open up this restaurant dog. You know what I'm saying? I might tell friends, they might be like, bro, you silly as hell. Like you about to leave basketball, open up a restaurant or you about to do whatever. But you know what I'm saying? I'm you comfortable. Like, nah, bro. It's a lot of that for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. So that, 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 that make, part in the decision but let me take it back I did know because I'm like what I'm doing here with basketball I know I'm way more valuable in the states 10 months facts because I'm there 10 months I know for sure whatever I was making I can do something to make that in the United States mm. yes sir it's called man walking by faith and not by sight I man so I knew so so I knew at least that part was um greater mm. the money <laughs> Yeah, it still was great. It don't matter if it was the money, whatever it is. You, you. Oh yeah, and, and my peace, and that's another reason I stopped too. Right, because I'm mind. at peace. Right. Somebody, t- you know, then I used to feel the type of way. You know, if I stay, I usually leave in August every year. You know, and it's a pattern. So all my people know my pattern. Somebody be like, "You still here? Damn, I can't be here." Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like damn. Like I can't be here, or or just. This is all I am, or you know, my life was that, and that kind of like I'm gonna do this shit. Like I'm gonna back up off basketball because that people thought that's all I should be doing, mm, right? Because that's all they knew you for. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Until you showed them, you probably surprised so many people being on the news. You know what I'm saying? Open up, they like, damn, Petey can do this. Yeah. You know yes, what I'm saying? And damn, they surprised like you, yeah. yeah. And it surprised you, and it make you feel good too. It's like. Uh, inner self happiness, or you know yeah, what I'm saying, that sure. that self gratification, you can take that out of everything. Like, look, I'm way better than what y'all think I am. Sure. I'm a cold hooper still, though, but don't get it misconstrued. Like, I'm cold too, and everything else. Yeah, and we about to take off. 
You know what yeah. I'm saying? At this restaurant shit. This this might be my first time doing yeah. it, but guess where we about to be at? You know what I'm saying? The next 12 months. First, diversifying that portfolio, man. You know, and it, and it's good. Like I said, man, you know, men like ourselves can be examples of taking that leap of faith, being the doer. You know, so many times, man, you can you can plan all you want down to a T, every mm. nickel you're going to spend. But if you don't never get out in the field, actually put something in motion, it's just different, man. Trial and error is one of the best teachers we'll ever have in life. That's a fact. What did, what did the news do for you, though? Oh, it turned us up. In the news, you know, you just realize how many people every day. We watching the news right now. Facts. Um, yep. Every day, people just watching the news and people coming in there like, oh, we seen you on the news. You the tall guy that was cooking. Uh, Man, my mom seen you. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good feeling, bro. Yeah. yeah. People, people watch the news and been on TV a lot of times, but something about and then Fox 2, you know, that's the only local news. That's yeah, the only yeah. news that stay local all day. Right. Detroit. So, yeah. being on that, you know, the sales can go from $2 to 1500 Right, right. Yeah. I mean, just like that, just from appearing on the news. And then, you know, it's all advertising and marketing, man. Like, yeah. Marketing is the best tool. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I felt good, man. I was talking to Cal when I even reached out to you, man. When I reached out to you and um, asked you to come on the show, you ain't even hesitate, man. For sure, for sure. I definitely, yeah, that's real shit, man. We appreciate that, dog. And it feel good to see, like, my guy went from the news, next next, next um, public viewing, you had to stab that podcast, yep, you know what sure. I mean? We so, appreciate that, real talk. Yeah, man, so. And that's that, the thing, I'm sorry. No, you good. But that's the thing, just coming out of the, that new world, being coming into my new world, like, I got a, um, not a podcast, but something jumping off too, like myself, you know, where the relationships that I've created over the time, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to go and do something special. Yeah. Fly with my camera crew to they, these people's houses, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Break That's bread deep. and, you know, do a meal for them, you know what I mean? Show That's my talents, up. but record it all. Y'all heard it first. Y'all yeah, heard man. it first at hey, the lab, you know what I'm saying? Stab lab exclusive. <laughs> and I got the best guest. Um, for my first um thing, you know, I already know that contact list is heavy. Yeah, Crazy yeah, yeah. from so hooping too, yeah. man, man. You about to take? I ain't gonna lie, see it, bro. You about to take yeah. off, bro? And that's just my own personal outside of Lily Maze. You know what I'm saying? Right, just right. Yeah. Finding myself because this risk work and not just yeah. for you know what I mean. I'm glad you understand that. All types that. of food. All yeah. types of food. That's good, man. You were just hooping um, with, with Babyface Ray in the, in the league and everything? Yeah, um, Babyface got had a um, team in the crew league um, this summer. Okay. Yeah, it was, man, it was one of the best type of basketball events I've been a part of. Okay. It was real TV. That's <laughs> was it up. Was it real basketball or was it just like, it you know was, what I'm saying? It was real basketball when you hoop. When you hoop, okay. Yeah. But on the other side, it probably it was just, you it know what I'm saying? It was TV, which was cool. Which was cool. So it wasn't too much TV or too much. It wasn't. It wasn't too much TV, but the 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 you know they had like in Atlanta they had four hundred paid models to come sit mm. in the crowd. That's crazy. Ooh. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. <laughs> hey, I be telling no Cal way. all the time. Like, we we gonna that's, have that's a live. Tough, we gonna have a live that's audience, tough. bro. And, and, and Ray the code is Ray went right in the middle of. Shout out to Ray, oh, man. Oh, Shout oh, out to Bay Ray. Ray. You know he gonna draw him too. Oh man, we yeah. He gonna draw him. Yeah, he gonna yeah, draw him he in. Gonna, yeah, he gonna draw him in. So, 
you know, it's rappers. It's um, yeah. it's, it's people there, you know, that the, the crew league was filled with, you know what I mean, guys in that industry that's really big time. Right. Respect. He go in the middle of all of them. Yeah. It was a Detroit thing. How did you stay focused, bro? Like. 250. Two, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shout out 250, yeah. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. 250 for sure. We ain't talking about dollars, yeah, big dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 250,000. It was, man, it was one of the best experiences, but Detroit got the best of us. For sure. <laughs> Detroit niggas, we got together and <laughs> partied in it's Atlanta. You know, we think that's our second home. For that's sure. Love Atlanta. My man's G, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> Atlanta my, native, you my, know what I'm saying? My driver's license is GA right now. <laughs> we went to Atlanta. He showed us a good time and everything, yeah, man. Yeah, man, that was. G, G know Atlanta real well. Yeah, man. That's. Uh, I was happy to bridge that gap for a lot of people in the A, man. No, for sure. And, you know how that be. You know, they. they I'm going to show you the back, but yeah, this my shit is <laughs> GA right now. Atlanta definitely our second home. So where you see yourself from here on out, man? Man, just establishing, you mean going for it, man. Establishing like a pattern of things for myself where I'm just tackling them. Anything that I've wanted to do in the past, anything that I'm aspiring to do, mm -hmm. just going for it because everything that I ever went for, actually went for, yeah. I've done, you know. I be kind of shower or you know, reserve not going for so much because i'll be looking like i got enough right you know? yeah content yeah or not content not greedy you know what i'm saying yeah facts facts facts. Mean, meaning like damn you you they they didn't already came in abundance i don't need much more mm -hmm. so when i stab at stuff i go at it a small bit at a time but you know sky's yeah. the limit now though I no for sure you really thinking like that no. Yeah. yeah, once you, once you get to a certain point in life, you know what I'm saying, you accomplish so much, you be like, all right, you know what I'm saying, is this it? But then you kind of get hungry for more, yeah, you know what I'm saying? I'm at that point. Yeah, yeah. And, but it's not a bad thing wanting more. It's just what you're doing with the more, you yeah. know what I'm saying? It's what you're doing with what you have at that moment. So I'm, I'm proud to, you know, see a, a black man convert, you know, his life over, you know what I'm saying, and stay positive, especially running a, a black-owned business in Detroit, you know what I'm saying, and, yeah. and really rising to the top and having them aspirations and them goals because we come from the east side, bro. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We got we go through so many trials and tribulations and stuff that throw us off and try to throw us off, you know what I'm saying? We got to make it the best way we can, man. So I'm really yeah. proud to even be in your presence. No, you know I appreciate what I'm saying? that. I pre really, it's my first podcast, you know. It's been a... a like, I got a friend, you know, my boy Manny, like, yeah. you know, got to get him somehow, some way, you know, to bridge that gap where he got, like, this connection with people and got a story yeah. that mm -hmm. need to be told, you know. I got a story that need to be told. Yeah. And, and keeping it in, don't do not do nobody no justice. Yeah, Facts. yeah for myself, sure. So for sure. Man, I'm shout out. Shout appreciative of this. Yeah, man. Shout out to Fresh, man. Come holler at us, man. That's Manny Harris for people that don't know. We got to we got to get Manny on, man. Yeah, he got man. A, he got a deep story, man, bro. Man, bridge that gap for us, yeah, man. We'd sure. love to have him on, man. For sure, I can do that for sure. Yeah, we we love that, man. But I I just love how we all can come together like you said though cuz you know, and try to pull other people in. For sure. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. a lot of people know the outside of Manny. They don't know the inside of Manny. Exactly. And, and like people <clears throat> need to know because you know, shit, he like he there running the restaurant now. He ain't been there. Right. You know what I'm saying? But cuz of, you know, he Doing a bigger business, going to play and make the money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He, they're running. You know, what I mean, just a, uh, that, you know, got a good heart, man. He yeah. just needs to be 
People need to hear you. That's yeah. that's honorable too, man, to step in while you while you while your right hand man steps out to go handle more business. You got a real friend that'll step in and That's love. Yeah, that's love. That'll step in and, and play their part, man. And we like I said, man, we I can't state it enough, man, of having uh being good examples that not only the generations that can look up to us that's coming after us, but even our peers, man, to Go after it, man. That plan, that idea you got in your head, go after it, man. I always tell people, bro, I'm no different than you. Sometimes people get to um, looking at me in a certain in narrative, like I might be a little bit larger in life. And I remind them, bro, listen, this shit might look cool, bro, but I'm just like you, bro. The same. Just like you, my guy. Go after it. Get in there, man. Go after it, man. Make it happen, bro. Because people first going to laugh, then they copy. Then they copy, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then they have absolutely no choice but to um, acknowledge what you got going on. And a lot of times we be looking for support and love in the beginning or whatnot, but stay focused, man, and grind. Get it to the point where you don't even need it no more. Facts. You don't even need it. Yeah, you you good without it, man. We got a last segment, though. Paul, go ahead and give it to him, man. Oh, uh, man, so we like to lap, uh, wrap up the lab, man. Um, get the exclusive, man. Um, so we like to get from our guest speakers um, any story in life that stuck out stuck out to you, brought out any emotion, whether it was sad, happy, or just uh, experience that stuck out to you in life, if you want to bless us with that. Or even a wild story you've seen overseas, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, we need we need something cold-blooded, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> something, something wild. I know it's, I know you've seen some wild shit over there, dog. Yeah, it's overseas, man. I have been – those stories are just – <laughs> you, can't, you can't even fathom, you know what I'm saying, what, what happened over there. I'd have been to Dubai. I'd have, I'd have, yeah, I'd have been to Japan. That's like that passport is stamped. Crazy. Yeah, I'd have had three passports. Damn. You, you ever been to Thailand? Thailand? Yeah. Yep. It's Damn. crazy over there, ain't it? Yeah, for what it is. Yeah. For, okay, okay, yeah, okay. For okay. what it is. All, all, I stay away from places where it's too many people at. Um, as far as like Thailand, Manny was in Taiwan. I hadn't been in Taiwan, but Japan, China, t- where too many people go. Mm. I'm more of like uh, th- those places in Italy, those islands, and okay, but yeah, the, the, those overseas stories are endless. So <laughs> I can't even. Oh, I I I ran into someone's Ferrari over there. Damn! I hit a Ferrari. I was in a bucket. <laughs> what happened? So I'm speed it's speed bumps. Um but he You gotta tell him what a bucket is for those that don't know. I'm in a bucket, it's a it's it's a shooter. It's, it's an a, a to boot A to B. Shooter. If you if y'all they, don't know. They was paying me a lot of money, but they gave me a shooter, so I couldn't <laughs> complain. They um so I was turning into where I live. So it's a speed bump right in for my turning section, and um, I'm in Lebanon. Lebanon is a place, if anybody knows, there's no rules. Basically, like, they live vicariously through. Mm. They might can die tomorrow, so they live through dying tomorrow. So That's crazy. They live I didn't know that. Every day on the edge because of the bombings, you know. Yeah, so Lebanon is wild. Lebanon is wild. It's one of the best places in the world, too. Damn, that's crazy. <laughs> Shout out to Levy. Yeah. So, I'm, so I'm making a left turn. It's a speed bump. I go this route every day, so I know you got to stop at the speed bump. 
He didn't stop. I'm still making my turn. Mm-hmm. And he going. I hit his car. Um, Was you shocked? Like, damn. Yeah, because I'm looking at what kind of car it is. And I know I'm through. I know <laughs> the team I'm on kind of janky. So insurance plan on the car. I probably ain't got insurance on the car. <laughs> so I, I I get out the car and I hand him my passport. He slapped it out of my hand. Damn. And then I'm like, okay. If you slap it on my hand again, I got to do something. He slapped it out of my hand again. Then I'm, I pushed him. He pulled out his gun. Oh, man. It was a poli- Oh, the, the the guy who was driving the Ferrari. Yeah. I knew he was strapped. No, for sure. Who ain't strapped in Lebanon? You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, that's what you deal with, you know, being in these countries, unprotected. You know, you're going to want to have fun. You want to go places sometimes. Mm-hmm. But if you, you're far away from your home, you're an alien. That's you what I said that so long ago. Right. You're an alien. You just can't do nothing if you're far away from home. So it was a scary situation because he cocked the gun and everything. Damn. So what happened? Um, mind you, I was where I live in Lebanon. They, the city, know all the best. I'm the only black guy over there. Mm. The only one. There's two teams in the city. I'm the only American. Into everybody knows me. It's you know. This when Instagram first come out, you know, if you post a picture in Lebanon, you gonna get a thousand comments. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. they into basketball like that, so I would have never thought that a gang of people ran up and stopped the situation. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Oh shit, shit was divine, about to get real. Divine intervention, man. <laughs> Just because it was, and it was, I know this route. You know, I had no argument because I'm thinking like it's a, it's a speed bump. Stop this nice ass car, but. Everybody riding Ferraris and Bentleys and Roses over mm-hmm. in Lebanon. They getting that, that good wa- Yeah. Damn, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. So leave them some. Leave them. Leave them. Uh, the, the the people who want to uh, follow your pathway, or you know, you got a, a younger generation now that don't have no guidance. I feel as you know, we need some type of um. Message for the, for the youth right now. You know what I'm saying. You've been a, a guy who been playing basketball, who on a restaurant now, who's seen the 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 good and the bad side coming from where you came from. Give give the people something to relate to. You know what I'm saying. Um, my biggest advice is you got to listen to somebody. You don't know everything. You know. I like that. And me talking to kids nowadays, they know everything. You know. <laughs> And if you don't find the ability to listen to somebody, there's no way you can get ahead. Right. Y'all not structured enough mm-hmm. as the environment. It hasn't been a big enough callus built around y'all for y'all to survive off not learning from somebody. So just listen, man. Find somebody you can trust and you respect and listen to them because everybody needs somebody to listen to and learn from. Right. That's the, a fact. The ability to be coachable. Yeah, that's that's all that is. If you're not coachable, like yeah. I, I knew, I, I crossed my threshold when I started to listen and become coachable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not think because I didn't, I didn't know nothing, and everything that I thought I knew, I really didn't know. I just was being rebellious. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got to go through that in life, though. You know what I'm saying? For sure. Even yeah. the some, even some of the best people still got coaches. For sure. Everybody does. Yeah, like, like a mentor. Like you gotta have a you gotta have a mentor. Even yeah. now, like I have a mentor, but like you were saying, you'll be displaced or feel out of balance if you're doing something. Like if I don't talk to my mentor about things that I'm actually trying to put into place. Yeah. You know? 
and it just don't feel the same. Yeah, man, and it's a it's a missing misconception too that if a person ain't got a, a a whole bunch of money or this lavish lifestyle or hoard material items that they somehow don't have knowledgeable information, and that couldn't be furthest from the truth, man. A less fortunate person on the street can give you good information. That's a fact. It's all about who that information, what hands it gets in. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. So that you can put it to use. So a lot of times for me, man, I spend a lot of time to myself in my creative space. And the good thing about today is with the power of these um, smartphones, iPads, and computers, you can piece together what a lot of great men and women have done before you and make that your own, man. Mm -hmm. And uh, one last thing I want to touch on before we get up out of here, it is Black History Month. Like we said, we appreciate all our forefathers and people that opened up doors um, for us to even have a platform to be able to speak like this now. Yes, sir. One of the things I've seen in social media recently, and I think it was with it was with a, a, um, a prominent um, black actress. I want to say, was it Regina Hall? Nia Long. Nia Long. Mm. And they was asking her about um, black-led films, insinuating, um, putting us in a box. And she was saying that instead of saying it, I don't look at it as like a black culture or film. I just see it as an excellent film. Right. And to me, that resonated with me because a lot of times I see us that with minorities, we always are continuing to lead with race. And to me, that insinuates or implies on a deeper level that we're still surprised that in 2023, we're surprised that black people can accomplish these things. Because we aren't supposed to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, you know, each person going to have a different outlook, but... I feel like on a deeper level, that's keeping us separated and segregated. With me, just far as me, I always speak about not being put into a box. And um, when I become excellent and uh, poets on Forbes and things of that nature, I don't want it to read uh, black CEO Gerald Martin. I just wanted to read CEO Gerald Martin. It's not going to do that, though. As bad as you want it to, the reality of it is – CEO, black man, Mark, you know what I'm saying? Like, th this is just what it is now. And if we don't say nothing with, like, with our platform, if we don't put it out there, it's never going to get touched. But we got to, that tongue is powerful. There so you go. We got to. Can't, I don't, I won't speak in a negative way of saying that. I just wanted to say that to say to be conscious of what we're putting out there. Facts. Because we continue, we wonder, we understand, we don't be understanding why racism and segregation and things still exists a lot of times we're still creating that by always insinuating black this black that or i'm black this when it can just be this person right see what i'm saying there's a lot of good people i'm seeing with you being traveling the world white black all different ethnicities you know what i mean in today's society bro i'm me i don't need to always put i'm black or right. this is a black owned business i just own a business man i'm me i'm a person you know what i mean no i get you that sort of thing. That's that, and that's one of the things that I like when she pointed that out. And I just wanted to reiterate that, especially being in Black History Month and everything of that nature. That again, I'm not surprised that what nobody can accomplish, and I'm me. I'm an American. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? My man got a, a restaurant, played basketball overseas, yeah. just seen the whole world. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Don't 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 put me in no box and just saying that. 
an African American. Just put an American. Just put yeah. a, a proud CEO, a proud father. You know what I mean? We got a long way to go and a lot of work to do, bro. I don't think so, man. I think we already there. You just got to have that mindset, fam. We definitely got to have that If mindset. you set that standard, you come out swinging and setting that standard, people ain't got no other choice but to respect it. And that wisdom. Yep. But, man, we want to uh, tell y'all thank you so much um, for joining in on the Stab Lab Podcast Season 2 opener. We got a, a wonderful guest here today, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate you having me. We appreciate you for coming past, man. You are a very, very, very busy man. Uh, we can't wait to see your business flourish. We can't wait to see you go up from here. We're going to look back at this video from two years from now. Yes, be like, sir. You know what I'm saying? We have my guy on here doing his thing. Now he up in the big leagues for real this time. You know what I'm saying? Like the Lily big, big leagues. Lily Mays. Y'all go you know, check it out. Where can they find you at, brother? 29221 Northwestern Highway, Southfield, Michigan. On IG, Lily Mays, Southern Buffet. TikTok, Lily Mae's Southern Buffet. You got the TikTok, yeah, 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 yeah. Facebook, yeah. Lily Mae's Southern Buffet. Going up, man. Some I control the, all the marketing. Do you for real? Yeah. Yes, sir. Got it. We we got to uh, touch bases with my guy, man. Come get y'all some good soul food. We got the brunch going on every, what is it, every Saturday? Every Saturday, yep. Okay, every Saturday, man. Fish Fry Fridays, uh, Wing Wednesdays. We yes, got sir. Soul Food Taco Tuesdays. We going okay. Up. Turning up, man. God, leave, yeah, man. Yeah, sure. As soon as I get off this fast, I'm on my way, big yeah, dog. Yeah, we're going to have to come in there and definitely come in there and um experience, get that experience, man. Yeah, I'm, I do reviews and food reviews and stuff, so I'm going to come in there, you know what I'm saying, and do my thing. Best black casual dining room you're going to see. Okay. You know? <laughs> With brunch. You ain't going to beat that, man. Yep. But you can take uh take this time out and follow us. You can follow me on Instagram at Perfect Timing, P-E-R-F-E-C-T underscore timing. T-I-M-I-N-G. You can follow us on Facebook. Um, of course, the YouTube. We got www.thestablabpodcast.com. Where can they find you at, Poe? Uh, Instagram, Lord Poe, and then my website, everydaypoe.com. Yes, sir, but we appreciate y'all. We hope y'all have a good week. Stay faithful. Stay prayed up, man. Keep grinding. Keep going. Don't ever stop at what you're doing. Don't ever give in. Don't ever give up, man, and know that it's going to be a better day tomorrow. We appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Yes, sir.